Welcome to the Seasoned Athlete Podcast, your home for stories, inspiration, and advice from athletes over 40. I'm your host, Robin Leggett. I'm a later-in-life athlete who became a roller derby skater in my 30s and a runner and obstacle racer in my 40s. Now, I'm an athletic aging coach who helps women over 40 experience the massive life benefits that come with exploring your athletic potential at any age and any fitness background. If that fires you up, keep listening. Let's do this. Seasoned athletes, as this episode comes out, we are starting to head into the holiday season. And this time of year can be a notoriously difficult time of year when it comes to staying on track with your fitness, your training, your nutrition, and other things you generally want to have happening in your life. So why does this happen? Well, it's a stressful time of year. With travel and family events and shopping for gifts and the planning that comes with all of that, it just makes it harder to maintain your daily routine. These are food holidays, which generally comes with its own stress for some people. As a result, people often set aside practices that make them feel good in the day-to-day with a promise to start fresh in the new year, all to get through this time of year. But why does it have to be like this? Why do you have to sacrifice these practices that make you feel strong, feel healthy, happy, and supported just to get through this time? And are you in fact doing yourself a disservice by doing so? This is what we're going to get into today. I want to talk about how you can set, change, or solidify habits that make your life better, even during the holiday season. I should add that it doesn't have to be the holiday season for you to benefit from this information. When you really understand how habit forming works, it's something you can use anytime. So if you happen to be listening to this and it's not the holiday season, keep listening because it is valid information. So let's start by defining what a habit is. A habit is defined as a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up, meaning it's something you do that you don't have to think about doing. It's ingrained. You've done it so many times that it doesn't feel like work anymore. Eat breakfast every morning enough days in a row and eventually you won't be able to imagine your day without breakfast. Lay in bed scrolling on your phone for an hour every morning and eventually you'll have a hard time getting out of bed without doing that, even though you know your day may get off to a better start if you do. Both are ingrained habits, but some may serve your life, your health, and your overall happiness better than others. So how do you get more of the habits that you want and fewer of the ones that don't serve you? Ultimately, it comes to daily practice, and I'll get more specific about that in a sec. But first, I want to talk about some of the biggest mistakes people make that sabotage their progress in this area. In these mistakes, I'll be able to clear the path to the solutions that will help those habits stick. So let's get into those mistakes. The first is not giving yourself enough time for the habit to stick. For some reason, a myth was unleashed upon the world that it takes 21 days for a habit to stick. That's a big reason why you see so many 21-day fitness or nutrition challenges. People love that number. 21 days, three weeks. Sure, I can handle that, right? Here's the problem. The 21-day number is not really accurate. In reality, it takes anywhere from 18 to 254 days to form a new habit. That's a pretty wide range right there, 18 to 254 days. And on average, it takes 66 days for a habit to become automatic. So yeah, that's not 21 days. That's over two months, which is why biggest mistake number one is giving up too soon. 
The fact is habits take time and the amount of time is different for everyone. But more often than not, 21 days ain't it. And that leads into biggest mistake number two, and that is trying to take on too much all at once. This is the yo-yo that often happens around the holidays. You take a break from these habits that serve you well most of the time so you can get through the holidays with an intention to dive back in 100% after the holidays are over. But if you take on too much all at once, it becomes overwhelming. This is another reason why these 21-day challenges often don't work, because they are usually all-or-nothing types of challenges like fasting cleanses or clean eating challenges or hardcore workout challenges. What happens here is that you feel amazing for a moment because, yes, you can manage 21 days of this lifestyle. That's why these challenges are so attractive and enticing for people. It feels like a much-needed reset. But can you sustain this after it's over? For most people, the answer is no. And if you are listening and you're like, but I can and I do, remember, I just said for most people, not all people. But for most people, the answer is no. And do you really want to spend your life on a roller coaster of getting through certain times of year, followed by a reset over and over again? When it comes down to it, it sounds like a lot of work with little to no lasting progress. Instead of taking an all or nothing approach with your habits, try focusing on just one habit at a time. Smaller is better. I know that doesn't sound useful, but I promise you, I promise you it is. When you focus on one habit at a time, it is manageable for you. Even when life gets busy and stressful, you can still do that one habit or remove that one habit if that is what you choose. Soon enough, it becomes automatic and you don't have to think about it anymore. And then you can consider adding or removing another. But remember, habits aren't challenges to be done periodically. The goal of practicing a habit is to turn it into a lifestyle. And that's potentially forever stuff. So approach it that way. Little actions are the ones that yield the biggest and most lasting results. And with that said, let's go into mistake number three, and that is being too rigid. With any habit practice, you're going to encounter some bumps in the road. You'll miss a day or multiple days. For some, that can prompt an extreme reaction. Like, obviously, this isn't working. Time to give this up. This is where some flexibility, grace, and self-forgiveness comes into play. So you miss a day. So what? Get back to it the next day. And what if you miss multiple days? What if this habit is really feeling hard to do? That's a good opportunity to take a look and see if you really are taking on too much at once. I'll give an example. During the height of the pandemic, I started eating ice cream every single night you know, like many of us did. It made me feel good in the moment. It was a coping mechanism for me. I have no shame around that at all. But eventually, I realized that this daily activity was slowing my fitness progress, which was a priority for me as well. It makes me feel good, like long-term good. So I decided to cut the nightly ice cream. I was good for a week or two, but I also missed it. Look, I enjoy ice cream. If I stayed rigid, I probably would have just given up and went back to the nightly nom-noms. Instead, I got flexible, and I welcomed ice cream back into my life periodically on the weekends. Flexibility is crucial with any habit practice. There's no rule that whatever you decide to do, you have to do in that exact way forever. If it feels like too much, how can you adjust to help it work better for you? If it's easy, what small adjustment can you add? Keep playing with that and adjusting as you go. 
So as you head into the holiday season or any time really, think about one thing you'd like to add to your daily routine or remove from your daily routine, or maybe there's something you're already doing that you'd like to ensure that you keep doing after the holidays. You want to solidify it. Focus on just that one thing and do it every day. If you miss a day, no biggie. Get back to it the next day or the day after. No judgment, no shame, none of that. If you miss a day, it's all good. It's just one day. Get back to it the next day or the day after. If you have a hard time doing that, take a look at this habit and determine if it's too much or how you can make adjustments to it, small adjustments to it. And keep going with this process until the habit that you're working on, whatever way makes sense for you and works best for you, becomes automatic. That's the basics of habit forming right here. And remember this, I like to look at habits not as healthy or unhealthy, but instead as happy habits. These are habits that serve your life in a long-term way and ultimately make your life better, even if it's in a small way. They may not have anything to do with health and fitness, at least not directly, but they still make your life happier and better as a result. For example, my husband and I moved to a new city earlier this year. When we moved, we bought a new bedroom set and really nice new bedding. So after the move, I decided I wanted to start making my bed every day. And to be upfront, this was not a practice I did with any regularity in the past. But I decided I wanted to do it now. And that's the great thing about habits. You can just decide, hey, this is a thing I want to start doing now, even if you've never done it before. Why did I want to do this? Why was this habit important to me? Because I like the idea of going to bed in what feels like a hotel room every night or a hotel bed every night. It just feels nice. It feels luxurious. It makes me feel like I'm living an elevated life. It helps me relax at the end of the day, which I do believe ultimately helps me sleep better at night. So I spent about two minutes every day making my bed for the first time in my life, really. I've been doing this for about five months now, just about every day. I miss a day here and there, and that's okay. I get back to it the next day. And now it feels pretty automatic. The point of my story is this. Deciding to start a new habit doesn't have to be a massive life-changing thing or like a total lifestyle overhaul. I just like how it feels to go to sleep in a bed that's been made. That's it. It reminds me of being in a hotel and I enjoy that feeling. It's a small act of self-care. But those small acts of self-care play a huge role in my overall well-being, especially in this wild time in our lives that we're living in. It's not about exercise. It's not about food. It's just about going to sleep with a smile on my face. And sometimes that's all it needs to be. So as we wrap up, I ask you this. What is one small thing that you can start doing or stop doing or keep doing that can make your life better in a similar way? Start there. Do it daily and see how it can change your life in small or bigger ways. Here is to your new happy habits. Seasoned athletes, if you've fallen out of your fitness routine and the idea of jumping back in feels as daunting as putting together a work presentation the night before you have to present it, I have a fun freebie for you. Introducing the Off the Couch Starter Pack. Inside this free download, you'll find six days of strategically programmed workouts and recovery sessions for any fitness level, all designed to get you up, get you moving, and get you excited about working out again. I paired every workout and recovery session with its own hand-curated Spotify playlist to ensure that you're moving with joy 
every step of the way. Because that, my friend, is how you get fired up to get back into fitness again. So, if you're looking for a way to open that door that's been closed for far too long and to do it in a way that's simple, effective, and fun, download my free off-the-couch starter pack now through the link in the show notes or at robinleggett.com slash buycouch.